Oreo is the most famous cookie in the world, but few people remember the product that it blatantly ripped off, a creation of Jacob Luce in Kansas City. Not only was Oreo this copycat of Hydrox, it was also built on the back of the company that Jacob had founded himself. How Kansas City started the cookie wars. Hear the whole story on the podcast, A People's History of Kansas City. Up to Date wants to know what you're talking about with family and friends. You can text UTD to 816-601-4777 to tell us. Again, 816-601-4777. This is Up to Date on KCUR 89.3. Well, the Biden administration has proposed a tough new rule aimed at slowing the number of migrants entering the United States at the southern border. The new rule would require migrants to ask for protection in a country they've already traveled through before applying for asylum to this country. In the past, that first step wasn't required. In essence, the administration is limiting access to asylum. Asylum seekers would have to establish a reasonable fear of persecution or torture. If they don't, they will promptly be removed. They would also be subjected to a five-year ban from requesting asylum again. Critics are saying the new policy is reminiscent of Donald Trump's approach to the issue. With us now to explain this proposal is Ariana Figueroa. She covers the nation's capital for State's News Service. Ariana, it's nice to have you. Welcome. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. What's the Biden administration seeking to do here? So essentially, in preparation of the ending of a pandemic-era measure, known as Title 42, that is set to end on May 11th. The Biden administration is trying to get ahead of that and implementing this uh, proposed rule in order to limit uh, asylum seekers at the southern border. Is the proposed rule, is it going to go into effect or does it need to clear some hurdles first? So it's set to go into effect after Title 42 does end on May 11th. Currently, there is public comment open for 30 days, but it is a very quick turnaround for regulation. And can you explain a little bit more about what this rule would do? Yes. So it's a temporary two-year rule, as you mentioned, and it will generally deny asylum to migrants who show up at the southern border without first seeking protection in a country that they have passed through. And I'll help me with that because critics are saying that asylum isn't even offered in many of the countries that these folks might be passing through. Yes. So the administration is trying to get asylum seekers to use a app or to apply through ports of entry or through humanitarian programs that a country that they are passing through has. There are difficulties with that um, because one, you're assuming that folks maybe have a phone and under and have access to the application. And there are also problems with people requesting appointments with uh, asylum officers. Mm-hmm. And also there are issues with the app itself. If an error goes on, the error is in English, not in um, Spanish mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. other languages. Well, here's a clip from President uh, Biden. This is Joe Biden in 2019 before he became president, I should clarify. He's speaking about the Trump policy, which is very similar to what now he's proposing. Let's listen. It's the first time ever you've had to seek asylum in a third country. 
It's outrageous. It's outrageous. It's wrong. So, Ariana, he's criticizing pretty much what he's now proposing. Help me with that. Are there any differences? Yeah, he, it's pretty similar. The one, dif- the couple differences that the administration is saying uh, compared to the Trump uh, rule is that children are exempt and there are exceptions for the most vulnerable of migrants. But again, it's such a small sliver that a lot of Democrats in Congress and advocates are saying that this essentially mirrors the Trump transit ban that federal courts struck down. But you're saying, just to underline, underscore your point, there are exceptions for kids, it sounds like. Yes, um, if they are accompanied. So for asylum seekers who are here awaiting approval, what happens if they aren't approved? If they aren't, in in terms of if they have not uh, sought um, protections in another country first and they are just coming to uh, the border first? Is that correct, what you mean? correct. So if they do that and if an officer does not deem that they have a credible threat um, or fear of persecution, then they will be removed and they will have a ban up to five years before they can claim asylum again. Okay. What do you think, what's the thinking in terms of what this is going to do to the number of people seeking to enter uh, the United States through the southern border? It will it will curb um, and really limit people being able to uh, seek protections. And we should point out the Biden administration has been under withering criticism from Republicans to limit the number of folks coming in through the South, right? Yes, uh, Republicans have constantly criticized the administration for their um, policies at the border, um, you know, pointing to uh, high encounters there as well as um, record seizures of uh, fentanyl. Two final points, Ariana. How much pushback is this proposal receiving? Uh, Pretty imminent. Um, Democrats are very upset because, you know, as that clip you you played, Biden did run on a platform of restoring asylum laws. And many Democrats are frustrated that the administration is walking back on its promise. And several uh, immigration uh, advocacy uh, centers have already said if the Biden administration continues to follow through with this rule, they will take legal action. And just to clarify one final point, does this new policy face some legal hurdles here? Uh, It definitely can because it's such a quick turnaround. Uh, When the Trump administration did it, uh, the federal court struck it down on the basis that the administration didn't follow the proper rulemaking process. And the Biden administration is essentially doing the same thing. So that is some of the legal hurdles that... um, uh, immigration attorneys have pointed to. Okay, that's Ariana Figueroa. She covers the nation's capital for State's News Service. Ariana, sure appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. Take care. We'll be back in just a minute. And now joining us is immigration advocate Carla Juarez. She's executive director of Advocates for Immigrant Rights and Reconciliation. Carla, good morning to you. Hi, good morning, Steve. Why is this proposal so concerning to your organization, Carla? 
Well, essentially, um, from what we've heard and what we've read is that the most concerning part is people can't wait in their home country because they are essentially fleeing violence. Uh, they're being persecuted for some reason or the other. Now, um, this proposal will um, ask people either to apply for asylum in their home country, which is like various countries that are in this proposal, um, or seek asylum in another country, which most of that, most of the time, that'll be Mexico if people are coming from the south. And um, we've heard stories of recent asylum seekers that arrived in Kansas City of kidnappings and then being robbed of their belongings and money. Um, it, so that's in Mexico, you're saying? Yes. Yeah. In and so and, Mexico and would have a right. Mexico won't be an answer for a lot of these folks. It sounds like. Right. It's not. It's not. And that's not where their final destination is. They want to come to the United States. You spoke with an immigration attorney yesterday, Carla. What did that attorney uh, make of the proposed uh, proposal from the Biden administration? You know, I had a brief conversation with our attorney on the board and, you know, like her her um, words were it's terrible. Hmm. And um, and for those reasons, <clears throat> we had the conversation about why it's concerning about for our organization and our people and our community. Hmm. Um, what so what harm do you see this causing those trying to escape a country where they feel threatened? They're going to go from one threatening environment to another. Is that what you're suggesting here? Yes. OK, we have another clip here from President Biden uh, where he urges immigrants to stay away from U.S. borders. Let's listen to this one. Do not do not just show up at the border. Stay where you are and apply legally from there. What do you make of that, Carla? Well, um, I think that Biden doesn't know his own asylum law <laughs> uh, because essentially asylum law, U.S. asylum law says you must present yourself at the port of entry. It's different from the refugee process where people have to apply um, from their home country to be able to gain uh, some sort of documented status. So I don't understand um, you know, elected officials from both sides are having these the conversations about being illegal entry and um, not being the right way. Well, essentially presenting themselves to the port of entry and seeking asylum is the way to do it. Hmm. I'm wondering what you're hearing, uh, what kind of concerns you're hearing throughout the immigrant community of what this new policy could mean for families, maybe hoping for a reunification at some point soon. Yeah. Well, it's robbing people from their freedom of choosing where they feel safe. That is the, the most concerning thing. Um, and, you know, many people, again, our organization was part of welcoming asylum seekers from the border back in December. And we've heard stories of, of that, of it being unsafe in Mexico and um, having other people coming to the U.S. and now they can't. Hmm. Uh, because of this, or even Title 42, how, because it was upheld temporarily. So, so those conversations are definitely happening amongst our community. I'm wondering how much of this proposal you think is all about politics, aimed at you know, stemming criticism that the Biden administration hasn't done enough to stop the flow of immigrants across the southern border, this coming obviously a year before the president may be seeking re-election. 
Oh, yeah. I think it's um, all about politics. And we are definitely tired of us immigrants being seen as a political talking point or, or you know, pawns in this conversation. If they really wanted to fix this issue, they put more funding um, for to parole people in the country seeking asylum. Hmm. How confident are you that uh, uh, immigration groups can put a stop to this policy before it goes into effect on May 11th? Well, I am confident that um, our organization, our community, and others across the country will do their part to um, take part in that comment period. And, you know, hopefully, um, you know, if it does go into effect, I hope other organizations will have that capacity to get to the courts. Okay, that's immigration advocate Carla Juarez. Again, she's executive director of Advocates for Immigrant Rights and Reconciliation. Carla, appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Thank you so much, Steve. Have a good day. Up to Date is produced by Zach Wilson, Reginald David, Elizabeth Ruiz, Zach Perez, and Hannah Cole. Our intern is Claudia Brancard. Our announcer and engineer is Paul Nakatura. Our theme music is composed and performed by the great Bobby Watson. I'm Steve Kraske. Thanks for listening. Say you like Oreos, but have you ever tried a Hydrox cookie? Or maybe it's been a really long time since you've had one? Well, you're in luck. We're having another Hydrox Oreo face-off, basically a taste test, at a live podcast event with the People's History of Kansas City. This cookie has Kansas City roots, and we're going to tell you all about it. Join me, Suzanne Hogan, on March 29th at Rochester Brewing and Roasting Company in the Crossroads. Visit kcur.org slash cookies for tickets.